This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Arkanir, and joining me today, there is Lotus. How are you doing, Lotus? I'm good, but I just muted and unmuted myself like 11 times. So. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start to things already. But uh, I'm good, and hopefully more awake than usual. It's morning for me now instead of night. <laughs> well, it's it's a welcome change for at least me doing this at I, evening. Uh, yeah, this has got to be an all-around change for the whole <laughs> cast here. Yeah. And uh, Promethean is also joining us. How are you doing, Promethean? Good. I'm doing well. Wide awake and ready to record. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, as you can notice, Agelos is not here. Um, Friday night, he was not feeling well, so he let us know that he wasn't be able to. He wasn't going to be on the show. So we decided, um, you know what? If Agelos is not here, we could try to do this on the weekend, um, and maybe have Nate on the show. Unfortunately, that didn't work for this week. <laughs> That <laughs> um, yeah, still didn't he, work. Yeah, he he's he's out. He was out all Saturday and on Sundays he has his own podcast, the text message podcast. So that takes up all day. But maybe in the upcoming weeks we'll get a chance to have Nate back on the show. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, see, see, we actually made a proper intro, I believe, this time. Right. That's yeah. Very official. I think, yeah. I guess the problem was Agelos. That said, we got to give a shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, Twitch subscribers, anyone who leaves an iTunes review, all the good stuff and things like that you do to help support us. All that helps, keeps the show going and keeps the metaphorical torches lit, as Agelos always says. And I wasn't able to do so because it's a difficult word to pronounce. Yep. (laughs) And so chat have room, hello. Fixed? Yeah. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Have they yeah. fixed the iTunes reviews yet so we can, like, actually acknowledge people? Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, even if they did, I don't have access to those. As well as the Tweet? Patreon oh. list and to yeah. subscriber list. Oh. So, okay. So, <laughs> well, needs to be here too. Even still, I, I feel like I'm not. I've heard a couple other podcasts I listen to talking about how theirs are completely broken as well. So I, <laughs> I think that might mean that they're still broken. Yeah, well, yeah, could be, could be. But I mean, when Ajalos is back, he'll let us know all the names. Yeah, and Chatroom, right. 
thank you so much for being here. We, I already see a few names, also a name from the Guar cult. So that yes, <laughs> that is that is one of my uh, that's one of my buddies who we do all that when we originally started the whole three DPS and a tank thing. Yep, he is one of our original. He, yeah, he's know, one of I, our sorks. I know the name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nope. so we will start the show, and we will start it with. You make some may call it grim news. Um, I guess sad and yes, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to happy for him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's a good yeah. way to put it. Um, so, if you haven't heard already, the lore master that we all love, love uh, Lawrence Sheck, has left Zenimax Online, and uh, we have a we have the farewell letter as well that Promethean will read in a bit, but. We, I just want to start the show saying that thank you for all you have done for Elder Scrolls Online. This has been one amazing journey and it's definitely wouldn't have been as amazing without Lawrence Chick leading the lore side of things. And yeah, I mean, it's it's sad for us to see him leave, but obviously everyone has their reasons. And, right. <clears throat> and in the farewell letter, uh, we'll... we'll end up saying more about why he left but yes uh that's <laughs> that's how we started wanted to start the show and yeah any anything you guys want to say before we get into the farewell letter hopefully I doing this without so. crying no i don't think yeah. so <laughs> that's the goal isn't it i did yeah. I read the first to try to hold it together to read through. Yeah, (laughs) I did the first time I read it. I did actually like I got some tears in my eyes. It was like I was in the middle of class too, and I was like, "Oh no, I'd probably look insane." Yeah, that was. I I believe Cash from the Lore Seekers had the same problem. He was like, "Oh man," he's like, "I was not reading that too well." He's like, "That didn't." (laughs) And I don't know why, because like. I don't. It's just that I've been like you play it for so long, and you get so attached to the game, and then. The way just the the way that he thinks about the game and the lore is just always like so hard. Yeah, he's and, very yeah. forward facing too as well. Yeah. So Yep. Uh, it's his it's his like uh charisma too. You know, whenever he was doing an interview or talking, you were like, Man, yeah, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was just it was a little rough reading it, but I should be able to yeah. keep it together for All this. Right. Well, <laughs> well, in that case, take it away, Promethean. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this was released on the 6th, uh, if you haven't read it. Um, so it says, As the scrolls foretold, our Loremaster is leaving to begin his next great adventure. Uh, read a farewell letter from Loremaster Lawrence Schick to the ESO community. And so here it goes. Uh, For family reasons, I am leaving Xenomax Online Studios and my role as the Elder Scrolls Online's lore master after a long and happy tenure in the position. The community team asked me to write a farewell letter about my time wrangling the lore of Tamriel for ESO. While I'm not going to do that, instead of writing about me and my time contributing to the lore at large, I'm going to write about you, the community of ESO players, and what you mean to the lore. If you want to know who I am and what ESO was for me, you can read... Read it between the lines for this brief essay. Tamriel is an unusual fantasy world setting in that it was created over time by many different contributors rather than by one single vision. At some point, the folks at Bethesda Game Studios realized that for an interactive world, 
that patchwork background was actually a virtue rather than a liability, something that should be recognized and incorporated into Tamriel's design. So the Brain Trust decided that all of the Elder Scrolls' world's history, mythology, and culture, its lore in short, would be delivered not from on high, but always from the viewpoints of the character of characters who inhabited the world they were describing. And these descriptions might vary or even contradict each other, leaving it up to the players to decide what was what was and wasn't true. Tamriel is a world where all history, past and future, is described in the ever-shifting texts of mysterious Elder Scrolls, which tell always of what might be rather than of what is. And this is a uniquely suitable setting for a multiplayer online game that hosts players of many cultures and backgrounds. What could be better for characters in a role-playing game than an expansive world of many different cultures, each with its own history and myths, so you can be whoever you want to be? That sounds great, but what should your character believe is really true? Since all of the stories of this world come from characters in the setting itself, you can listen to them and read their books. You can decide that for yourself. And whatever that is, it's as right as any other character's beliefs, player or non-player, because your character lives in the same world they do. And what your character does and says and believes becomes part of that world. For you and whoever else shares the experience, what happened is now part of the lore. The non-player characters are all there, ready to share their stories with you, but it's you who makes these stories live. Because your character has agency and meaningful choice where the NPCs do not. Moreover, what your character does persists for you, and the stories you've told and the experiences you've shared with your friends live on in your own memories. You just added to the history of Tamriel. And not just in your memories, because Tamriel is a world that continues in constant development, and where that world goes next depends upon what you did and how you reacted to it. The game devs pay close attention to what you liked and what you didn't. Recurring characters like Razumdar and Naryuvirian don't come back because the game devs think they should. They recur because you. What you do in Tamriel and how you feel about what you did... Oh, I totally missed the line. Uh, because you told the game devs that your experiences with those characters were significant and memorable. What you do in Tamriel and how you feel about what you did steers the direction of future development. I hope you can see how important the community's contribution is to ESO and our collective world of Tamriel. The lore of the Elder Scrolls is a vast mosaic scattered with colorful story stones, and over time, the game devs and players in an ongoing dialogue fill the space between the between with new stories and experiences that interconnect with old ones and make the world richer and more complex. So be the person in Tamriel whom you want to be, coming from a culture you want to roleplay with the belief system that best expresses your character's personality and background. Whoever you want to be, there's a place for you here. The lore is yours. And that's the message from Lawrence. And then uh, Zoss has a little side note that says, to Lawrence from all of us here at Zoss, thank you for guiding us through the incredible and often contradictory world of Elder Scrolls. Without your knowledge, passion, and yes, patience, our game would not be what it is today. Thank you. Man. Gut-wrenching article. But yes, by the way, uh, Benevolent Boat and Casual Ranger, hello to you in chat. Uh, they are two amazing content creators. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. In in hashtag ESOFM or just general mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online. They are both very active on Twitter that you should follow. 
Um, yes, you should. As Ben Evelyn Poe mentioned, uh, he said, fun fact, Lawrence will remain immortalized in the enhan- Enchanting Station voiceovers, which I didn't know it was Lawrence. I didn't know that. It's funny. He said that. He's like, oh, maybe we should just double check to confirm. But now that he says that, I can totally see that that sounds like him with some like audio overlays on it. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. got the same like soft tone to it, but like, yes. I was like oh, that actually kind of does seem likely if that's the case. I'll have to launch the game and, and pay attention, you know, because right. I do very rarely. Enchanting is something I don't do much, but I I'll hope it is. Check. Yeah, I'll check when I do my Ritz today. <laughs> it yeah, was actually. That is super amusing. <laughs> In on Twitter, it was actually both Sigrid and um, Lore Seekers mentioned that there's some, there has to be something in the game to you know honor yeah. Lawrence Chick. Like it could be a statue, it could be an NPC that um, you know, as as oh. Lore Seekers said, was... an NPC that watches over books, for example, at a library. So funny thing, have you guys happened to notice on Twitter? Uh, I believe it was Cash. From Lawrence Seekers, yeah. he made Lauren Schick as a new character, and it yeah. looks exactly like Lawrence. Oh, First yeah, of all, with good. all the ridiculous people we keep making with this thing, <laughs> yourself included, Ark. <laughs> every like this is a really good character editor. You can do yeah. a lot of stuff with that because when it, when they posted, it was like, oh my god, that's really like that looks like Lauren Schick in video yes. game form. I was like, you're a Breton, Lauren Schick. I never realized like the outfit and everything. I was yeah, like, oh it my was gosh. really well done. I mean, if you think about it, Shia Gorath in Elder Scrolls Online looks kind of like yeah, he's he, he looks Schick. a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he could be. Yeah, could it's be really well done. It is. But yeah, I hope I hope we get something. I mean, everybody wants it. Zas, if you listen to this, give us something. Like it could be it could <clears throat> be a book. I don't know. Something even with Lawrence Chick. I even if it's not that big, like just I feel like him in like the Mages Guild in like the capital cities would like suffice for me. Like, because they're, like, collecting all of the books yep. and everything. And if there's just a little one and you can go, like, chat with him, even if it's not that much, but I, I think mean, that it, would be super cool. It doesn't have to be, like, name should be, like, Lawrence Schick, Lore Master. We'll know. No. We, we, the players, will know. Just make something yeah, just, immersive exactly, and lore-friendly. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll know that it's him. And it'll be fine. Mm. It doesn't have to well, be like uh, a giant, massive statue in the middle sh- of Vivek sure. City. <laughs> yeah, Vivek City is now just called Shik City. Uh, <laughs> oh God, Shik but, City! I mean, they, they've wrong. done stuff. Like, <laughs> they've done stuff like that in Bethesda proper with um, Fallout Four. They had the um, one of their fans uh, passed away before the game launched. I believe he had cancer or something like that. Mm. And at the bottom of their Nuka World expansion, there's a little hut and there's this dude just kind of fishing out in mm. the docks. And if you talk to him, he gives you just stuff. And apparently that is a tribute to the person. Uh-huh. Like that's the, the actual person. Uh-huh. And everybody always said how giving he was. And he, it was, so that's why they programmed <laughs> him to give you free stuff every time he stops by. He just gives uh-huh. you a free gift. And I was like, oh, that's super oh, like... God. Yeah, so, so it's like they've done stuff like that before, mm-hmm. like at the main thing. And I mean, they are sister companies, so it's like I could yeah. see them being like, oh, we can totally come up with a way to do something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, NMP is that every time you talk to him, gives you a random lore fact. It would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
just uh, just write an API directly right. fed into Zos yeah. lore base and contradict and, it with my yeah. and you can try to determine which one's true. And which one's true. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun! That would be so. Imagine that there's like a Lawrence Schick roaming around that you have to find, and then there's also my Eek, and they're each telling opposite stories. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zas, hear us! So... Come on, you yeah, you, yeah. you gotta give this to your players, right? We we we, we need. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah um, Lawrence mm-hmm. has left ESO. I honestly don't know how this will affect Zenimax Online and Future of Elder Scrolls Online because I still haven't grasped the concept of like how do you become a lore master a... for a game <clears throat> in the first place. Well... Right, so, and how do you even be replaced if needed? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't remember where I was looking, um, but they said that previously he was. Oh shoot! He worked on like Dungeons and Dragons and like a bunch of mm-hmm. tabletop games, and so they like use the experience from that somehow. And he was a, I feel like he was like a a lore master for another game too. Hmm. Um, I can't remember, but they like use outside experience about um, like just games in general, essentially. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't. Ju- it, it's not just experience. He yeah. knew well, it's a lot to remember, and I mean yeah. that dude. Yes. Re- like even when he was on ESO Live and stuff like that, and you know they obviously have stuff tailored to mm-hmm. keep the show flow going, and it's not totally free form. But I mean, they would ask him stuff, and he would just like rifle off the information, yep. and he'd never stumble over these impossible mm-hmm. words like <laughs> from Dwemer Ruins that don't—they have one vowel in forty-two letters, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh no, you just pronounce it like this." And it's like, okay, like, I mean, that, even if you made that up, that's impressive. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. curious. Like, do you just apply? Let's say another person is going to become the new lore master at ZeniMax Online Studios, for example. Do they just lock him up? For six months with <laughs> all the lore possible, and he just reads until Excuse he's me. announced as the new lore master. How do you even start there? You know, it's <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I suppose how it all goes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But the other thing is, which I, I'm not sure because I've had a couple people. <clears throat> he was brought on quite a few years ago now, but. He was brought on from this. He obviously did learn like all of the stuff that had been laid out and then like kind of, I think worked with it because um, there is actually some pretty interesting stuff. If you look them up like documentary wise on like histories of elder Scrolls, like the actual company, like the business side of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like the guy who originally, (laughs) who originally started the elder Scrolls, he was ousted from his own company before like Morrowind, I believe it was. So, like, Lauren Schick obviously had to scoop up what was given. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason he was so good at this is he scooped up what was there, combined it with his knowledge of all that other stuff, and then was just like, okay, I'm just going to really, really make this flow so that it all makes sense with itself, since this is, like, my thing. And that's kind of the thing is he seemed so dedicated to getting everything to like flow and work properly. It's just like, oh man, you are really good at your job. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. I mean, <sighs> it, it kind of, I mean, I don't know if it would help or hurt that there's also that um, 
unreliable narrator type situation. Like, I don't know if that makes yes. it any easier or any harder for. I I, I like that because I mean I like it, but I'm wondering from like a logistical, like from Lawrence having to like deal with all of this. Does that oh, make yeah, it easier or harder? Right, because like I would do account for things. all of those. Yeah. Right, like which one is actually true? Because we mm-hmm. don't really know, and they're all true. Yeah, and you got to try to keep them straight and pick right. and choose the parts mm-hmm. that actually did. Yeah, that does. So, I cannot imagine you're a historian. You're a historian of a thing that doesn't really <laughs> exist, which is yeah. exactly <laughs> like that's crazy to try to keep track of. Right. So I, well, I would get, I would guess from a lore master perspective, it makes his job more difficult because I would too. You can't say at any point this is what happened. You have to know all possible all yeah, the he, things that were yeah. in lore and you have right. to say all of those things like okay this may have happened like this according to this but then according to this 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 it's yeah it's like you need to stay ambiguous yeah. while also providing <laughs> facts to things it's like a good luck man <laughs> like yeah. oh uh, yeah that is a, okay but, so yep. lotus uh now that we are talking about you know Lore master and the developers. You have a networking on learn section that are that is yeah, also dedicated so, to this. So right. So just kind of in honor of uh, Lawrence Schick, and to be fair, I mean it was a little less ceremonious uh, as, but like with Eric Robel leaving, uh, what was it two weeks ago now as well? Yeah. Yeah. There's been some shifts, and uh, this week for networking on learn, I figured what we could do is kind of. Sh- do- do a shout out to the entire Zoss team, both presently still making the game that we all play and those that have left. Um, the people that just, I, the list is enormous. There's a lot of people who work on this game, but like so many of them like to be in our streams. They, you know, group up with us to play the actual game. They have events and they just kind of sit there and chat with us and everything like that. I'm at, since they've announced that they're doing the Bethesda Days thing again this year outside PAX East and stuff, I'm super excited because it's like, oh, that was better than PAX East last year, so I'm (laughs) super excited to go to that again. So I just wanted to give a uh, kind of like a personal shout-out from all of us at Tales to thank Rich Lambert, Beautiful Jay, Gina Bruno, Jessica Folsom, Dominic Davies, the lead IT and network tech that I actually got to meet at PAX East, who (laughs) were friends with each other on Twitter, Wayne, uh, Mike Finnegan, uh, Lawrence Schick, and again, Eric Robel, Nick Conkle. You guys aren't there anymore, but at the same time, whether people liked or disliked (laughs) some of the stuff that they did, it all helped bring us to what we're at now, which is a game that everybody enjoyed. So without that being there, we wouldn't be here. So... Just kind of wanted to thank the team who's super friendly, does a lot of stuff, and is uh, kind of interesting. Very rarely is the community attached to the actual dev team, but they're just as much of that whole ESO fam as any of the rest of us. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually wanted... See, <clears throat> the names here are like the design team, you know, community managers, yep. things. Like. Mm. I asked Twitter, uh, on Twitter, to Elder Scrolls Online, where are the developers? Like the coders, the guys who right. sit down, uh-huh. get buried under thousands uh, of thousands of lines of code. <coughs> and they yep. didn't reply to me. Like, I want to know. Where, yeah, like if what, you listen well, to this, actually, let me know what's I was on Twitter. Kind of, where can I follow yeah. you? 
<laughs> right, because I mean they're they're the backbone of making it work, and that yeah. that's the thing I would say. It's like I like that so many of them are forward facing, mm-hmm. like and just want to just chat with us or whatever. If if anybody who is part of the coding team, don't hesitate to like also be forward facing. Like yeah. <laughs> we love getting to talk with you guys. You're all yeah. super super nice. Like <laughs> even like the story, the story writers. I know they've had. Wow, a few of them on ESO Live, but like those mm-hmm. people, I mm-hmm. like they're the artists that they have. Like yeah. they're all amazing. Yeah. Every one of them is just an amazing person, right? And, and and that's just it. It's like so. If we didn't name you specifically, it's only because we haven't. Yeah, we haven't met you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we would love it, to. It's not. It's nothing more than that. And would yeah. be happy to meet you if you ever do feel like joining the social media yeah. group of yes. us. I mean, Please I did, feel free. I did check out the full list of employees on LinkedIn, actually. Mm-hmm. But no. I, How, it's I it's on LinkedIn, and is. I it's I don't want to use it for non-professional interaction. You know, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I don't want to send exactly, a message like, "Hey, what's up?" You know? Yeah, and I, the same for the same reason. I I wouldn't want anybody if that's not their thing. Like maybe, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they don't yeah. want to be forward facing. So it's like that's totally fine too. But it's like I wouldn't want anybody to feel like, oh well, I don't know. I'm not like people on camera a lot. It's like doesn't matter. Like you guys keep our game running. So yep. you bail and I don't play this anymore because it doesn't work. So <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. So uh, if you're out there, we are here and we would love yes. to talk with you as well. Yeah. I'd and there's so much you. insight to get from them as well. Like the software team as well at least on my oh. end i mean yes. i can understand yeah. them not being on eso live because a lot sure. of people would get lost in that discussion and right or bog them down in numbers yeah yeah i mean there there isn't really anything interesting to talk about in terms of software side unless you are talking to other software people then you can be mm-hmm. like oh there was this bug and then we solved it doing this and then. yep but yeah, but even if you're not on ESO Live or anything, beyond if you are on Twitter, wherever, let us know. Yeah, feel free to shoot us stuff and let us know who you are. <laughs> so that that's just it. We're always happy to meet more of yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. So before we move on with more news, actually, I wanted to show a video from Agelos and the Dungeon Crawler Network. Um, if you if you're on Twitter, you may have seen some people have been getting what is the official Elder Scrolls cookbook, and our very own Jellos got one as well, and he has a five minute unboxing video. I'm gonna put that on, and we are gonna mute ourselves while you listen to Jellos, and uh, I'm gonna grab some water in the meantime, and then <laughs> we'll continue with our news and then our tales. And then one very amazing section by Promethean yes. that I'm not going to spoil yet. But it involves singing. So, <clears throat> I, think I think I've decided, too, that every once in a while I'm going to find like either a song or like a poem from the other schools and do this like more I'm, frequently since everybody seems to enjoy it so much. I'm so amused by this. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll see how this one goes, Promethean. Yeah. Man. I mean, if we if we suddenly lose all our viewers and subscribers, <laughs> <laughs> they all drown themselves in black marsh. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm uh, muting myself up, and yeah, we are gonna watch too. the video. 
Greetings, Tamri Alec Traveler. I'm Agelis, founder of the Dungeon Crawler Network and Tales of Tamriel, and we've got a special little thing for you today. It's an unboxing, just a brown paper box. Actually, it's a special something or another, so let's go ahead and dive right on into this. This was actually sent to us by the awesome people over at Insight Editions, and uh, I think you're going to like what's inside. All right, now that we got the box open, partially, there we go. Ooh, let's see what we got inside. Oh, my. Actually, I'm going to have to hold this up. We've got... <laughs> Some extra little goodies in here, and we'll put them up to the camera. Let's see what's inside. First up, we got a missive. Let's see here. Oh, that's pretty sick. <laughs> Adventure between executing Draugr, killing dragons, and stealing from the shopkeepers. Curse those baskets. Your journey has left you famished. Please allow us to satisfy your well-earned appetite with a treat. In your package, as delivered by the couriers of FedEx, you will find two jars and a tome of unimaginable delight. The larger jar contains a yeast packet, two cups of all-purpose flour, and a pinch of salt. The smaller jar contains one half cup of powdered sugar. Please open your tome of delight, formerly known as the Elder Scrolls, the official cookbook, to page 157, which we will do shortly. This page contains the recipe to Tamriel's most delish treat. We wish that you use the ingredients provided to craft this delectable treat, through some, uh, though some perishables will need to be added. While crafting, please feel free to record your process and upload your video to the mythical land of YouTube. That's what it says. Best, the publishing nights of Inside Edition. P.S. Remember, adventure, keep your guard up. These treats tend to be stolen. Very cool. That is actually really awesome to see. Let's go ahead and dive in and see what else we got. First cup of uh, flour and powdered sugar. All right. Can't cook without those. We also got a special treat in here. The Elder Scrolls Online uh, Ruled Journal. This is pretty neat, guys. I'm sure you've seen this on the stores before, but we got the Ruled Journal in here. That's so cool. And we can actually add in uh, what we think about the recipes and fun things. I cannot wait to do that. That is beautiful. It's got the ESO logo right on the front. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm running out of desk space with all they sent me. And of course, we wouldn't be able to do this without the official Elder Scrolls, the official cookbook. All right. Recipes from Skyrim, Morrowind, and across Tamriel. This is beautiful, guys. This is absolutely awesome. I cannot wait to jump in here, even though the, the slightly green things are showing up in my green screen. This is cool. Now, they said 157, so let's see what we got here. Oh, my. This is, this is absolutely amazing, guys. 
official Elder Scrolls cookbook. And of course, 157, the sweet rolls. And I guess it would be kind of difficult to be able to do these sweet rolls if we didn't have, hmm, I wonder what this is for. Oh yeah, sweet roll time, guys. Sweet rolls it is. Thank you so much for joining us on this little unboxing of these amazing things, all from Inside Editions and Bethesda. Um, our next video will probably be cooking something. Well, I should say, my wife, Thais, will be cooking something because we don't want to burn down the entire house. But I think we got a lot of recipes to cook from, and I'm very excited. I hope you guys are too. Yes, I was still mm -hmm. muted. Uh, <laughs> um, that was the official cookbook review, or rather unboxing from Agelos himself. And, well, stay tuned on DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, well, DungeonCrawlerNetwork YouTube account to see the actual cooking and other stuff that he does with the cookbook. And then I'm going to worry about where can I get one myself in the future. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> and not have to have it sent to you for $4,000. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and normal right. shipping. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, no, as a, slow delivery as possible as well. Just send it send it on the you know, next seven years. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. it'll be fine. It'll arrive just around the time that this uh, Elder Scrolls <laughs> is coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting the next series installment. <laughs> uh, I'm like very excited for it. Oh yeah. Cannot wait oh, for yeah. the cookbook. I mean Yeah, that I, thing's I, really cool. I am curious, like what's in that sweet roll that makes it a sweet roll? Because that's it's a question I never questioned. Well yep. <laughs> That moon sugar, man. Yeah, like Take one bite and suddenly <laughs> now you understand why everybody loves sweet rolls so much. Why everybody keeps stealing them. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, because everybody is loving them. Like the people who have received the cookbook and made them, they're just raving about them. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm curious. Like, is it a psychological effect of it being a sweet roll or is it actually something that, you know, is strange? <laughs> Because I mean, imagine, imagine in had. your life how many different types of deserts that you have eaten or cakes you have eaten. Now, what's different about the sweet roll is what I'm curious about. <laughs> because it's a sweet yeah. roll. We'll see. Well, we'll have to wait for Jellos to actually make a video about it. Hopefully, anytime next week, he'll do it and we'll get to see. But yeah. until then... Stay tuned over at youtube.com slash dungeon crawler network. That was very that that's sort that of was... like a jealous level plug-in right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. I'm slowly learning. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> well, um nice. now that we've showed that as well, we can I guess continue with the usual Tales of Tarmiel stuff and our news. Promethean, are you Alrighty. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna start with the fun stuff, and well, it's actually all fun this week, honestly. <laughs> uh, I'll start with the practical stuff. If you are not an ESO Plus member right now, there is a free trial going on. Uh, in which case, if you don't have Bardenfell and you want to participate in the Morrowind Celebration event, which I'm also going to go over, you have access to Bardenfell. Uh, the event, or the free trial, goes from February 7th until February 12th. 
if which you're unfamiliar with what might be ESO over plus... by the time this show airs, but if you are listening to this live, oh yeah, that's tr- yeah. that's true because normally yeah. this was recorded earlier, yeah. so there's yeah. more time to yeah. So touche. Yeah, if you're listening live, it's going on right now. Yeah. If you're not, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with what ESO Plus is and all of the great things that come with it. You get full access to all of the DLC game packs, which include zones, quests, dungeons, and more. Uh, It does not include the chapters. However, the previous chapter becomes a zone after the new chapter releases. So with Somerset's release, Morrowind became a chapter or a zone DLC Mm -hmm. as opposed to a chapter. And I would assume with elsewhere, uh, Somerset will become a zone. And you can get that with ESO Plus if mm-hmm. you haven't purchased it yet. Which I also, do like quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a Keeps cool way to... from... Yeah, I mean, getting that's, too far mm-hmm. back. Uh, I, mean, I never played World of Warcraft, Warcraft, but that's something that I've seen, if I'm not wrong. It's like, oh, if is you want to like get into method? World of Warcraft after, I don't know, 10 years, obviously, like right about now, you have mm-hmm. so many ex- expansions that you have to purchase. I don't know if it's <laughs> if, if it's backwards counting like if you buy the latest one if you get all of them but if not imagine like someone who joins this game four years later they have to buy more of an expansion somerset expansion elsewhere expansion white run expansion because that's what's gonna be please us (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll allow that yeah that's okay i would love that I mean, if you purchase at the like the chapter releases, you you get lucky and you can get the previous two chapters included and the base game. Right, so, and they, I mean, they do sales a lot. It's just yeah, that's a yeah. lot to overwhelm people with yeah. when they first start because it's yeah. just like, oh, by the way, or, here if you include the DLC and stuff, it's like, okay, yeah. here's thirteen expansions. Enjoy. Yeah. It's just like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean, my friend just today asked me that question. I was about to go live at Elite, and uh, she was like. She was she was talking about starting ESO. He, she already has the base game from back mm-hmm. when four or five years ago, and she was like, "Okay, what do I do?" There's like more of in Somerset DLC packs with Orsinium, this and this and this. I, what, which one do I buy? I'm like, "Do you plan on getting ESO Plus? If not, get the one with the most DLCs available. Yeah, stuff in one day. Yeah, if you plan on getting ESO Plus at any point during the game, it's gonna take you a long time to complete the base game anyway with everything. Yeah. So you have time to think about which pack you wanna <clears throat> get, but yeah, it, mm-hmm. it can get confusing to new people For as sure. to which ones do I do they want. Exactly. I yeah. I mean it depends on what you wanna play too. Like if you're not a fan of the why buy Orsinium? Sure, or hmm. you know, I don't like dungeons. It's like okay, well, I've got a bunch of things you don't need. Oh, right, yeah. you don't have to buy like four DLCs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, there are ways to skirt around some of the cost. I mean, I've spent all kinds of money purchasing the collector's edition of every one of them. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I completely no. understand the cost. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fair, severe, overwhelming still. nature of these things. The Along with all of that, though, the more important thing that you will hear everybody hype up uh, to no end is the unlimited craft bag, which stores all of your crafting materials. It is cross-character. It is mm-hmm. 
the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. My inventory is currently saved until Monday. Fair, yeah. mo- fair warning. If you do not plan on getting ESO Plus, do not log in during ESO f- Plus free trial because you will get those crafting bags for that brief moment. Every crafting item you have will be transported to crafting inventory, which you might think, oh, okay, I mean, it may be one time, but it will still empty out my inventory. And I, you can always, even if your ESO Plus runs out, you can always retrieve from that uh, crafting bag. But you will be, d- d- it's like a drug. It's like <laughs> you won't be able to play this game once yeah. you taste it without it. It's yeah. the moon sugar of programming. Yeah. Yes, it, oh. it is. <laughs> it's terrible. I think I try. I think I used it on a trial and I that I went back and I was like oh no I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> especially as like someone who enjoys the crafting aspect of the game I was like oh no my inventory my bank everything mm-hmm. oh yeah uh so you also get double bank space which I yep. Yep. consistently fill up uh, and double t- housing space oh yes yeah. that's yep you get double housing space so that's super nice if you're into housing. Uh, you get 10% increase to experience and gold acquisition, crafting inspiration, and trait research rates. That's, so that's like the most nice. useless bonus of ESO+. No one cares about that part, I guess. Well, their research <laughs> rates is actually pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, it's only useful when you're starting. Like, it's probably great for starting characters. And yeah. beyond that, it's like, that's a bonus? I never realized. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Uh, the double furnishings and collectible space in player housing, which we just mentioned. You get the exclusive ability to dye costumes, and you also get double transmute crystal storage. Yep. Uh, the If you are interested, the steps to undergo the free trial are on the, the page. Mm-hmm. And just as a reminder, uh, this ends on the 12th. Uh, if it gets out before then, hopefully yeah. you enjoyed it. I'll, I'll, well, it probably won't be out by then. Well, That's maybe maybe on Tuesday. Yeah. I'll try to edit it out tomorrow. To um, be fair, just if you are this, if this is the first time you've used ESO Plus, they mention like you you said like oh you know for more information and they've they've got like the connecting link. <laughs> Literally, it will slap you in the face with it when you log in the game, <laughs> telling you about it. Yes. Just yep. press whatever the corresponding. I agree button is, be it X or A, I believe, or I'm not sure what it is on PC. It's not hard to find. <laughs> so if you're interested, it's very, very easy to get yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, to be it's... honest, ESO Plus worths every penny you give to it's... it. And it, yeah, this is coming odd. from someone with a terrible currency exa- exchange rate. And mm-hmm. it's <laughs> worth it. It's absolutely worth it. And I don't. Yeah, I don't feel sad about anything I've dropped on ESO in terms of money. So right. this includes ESO Plus as well, like four years of it. Oh my god, four years of ESO. I know Plus, when that... I think about how much money that is, <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Uh, oh man, Von Jamenstein that... said it's two hundred dollars a year. It sounds about right. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that so... is just. That's like a lot. Like everybody asks yeah, me. Um, yeah, it's just a little shy of that. Yep. Yeah, I don't. So I don't actually do a whole lot of well, other gaming, and so all yes. of my money goes here. And then, like I tell people, I'm like, I've spent probably close to two thousand dollars on the game <laughs> over four years, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, but this is like all I do." Yeah. Well, like it, and it's like little stuff. It's not like I'm like two thousand dollars at once. It's just <clears throat> sure. So plus, but it's, right? And, 
again, the lore seekers once said it best, and referencing them for a bunch of quotes recently. Uh, they made a reference. I don't know what episode it was, but one of the things that he had mentioned: "This is my hobby, so yeah. I spend money to keep my hobby going." And it's like, right, yeah, exactly. Jump around games and stuff. I, I get maybe not wanting to do it or whatever, but like, it does make sense if this mm-hmm. is your main source yeah. of game. It's like, okay, you're gonna get the amount of time you're gonna just save in spending time in item management and everything yeah. is obscene. Yeah. So, yeah. plus, I mean, oh. I there is now a one year subscription option which drops the oh. money by a lot, which is what I did last time. Yep. And I I'm not even fun. sad. Like I, I sometimes drop ESO for like a month or a couple months at times, and my ESO plus is even then most of the times just active. It's just there. Just in case mm-hmm. I log in and I have I need inventory space. <laughs> no, they've definitely added a lot to the value of it. Plus, it they give you in-game currency. It used yep. to be equal to what you paid, and now it's more than what you even paid. Yeah, yep. it's, it's like okay, plus the like free they, items they, from ESO. Yeah, free items yeah. like that. Just get ESO plus. Get. Just eat one dinner, <laughs> one less dinner outside. Get a couple right? less this Starbucks into just an advertisement on why you should buy. ESO yeah. Plus. <laughs> Drink one less coffee and a month, that is, and you are good to go. Just get yeah. that ESO plus. Oh, yeah, and Ishabu in chat said, um, do your bits too. Yeah, do your bits. Oh, do, well. your bits. Yes. do your bits. If you haven't, if you're not on Twitter and you haven't seen anybody, if you're not doing your bits, I mean, everybody. Yes. Inkling started that, and it's so funny. It's just do your reds. I feel like seen someone say that. Given the chance, Inkling would beat someone up into doing reds. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just lug them seen... and just drag them to craft stations. And so have throw you them seen... on the table. Uh, Casual Ranger has. I don't know whose actual character it is, but it's called Terry, and he like oh. puts it with stuff uh, with his different crafting red things, and it's actually like kind of like a creepy looking. <laughs> and it's like peeking over the corner at you and I'm like oh my god (laughs) that would scare me into doing it's like the Freddy of ESO (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's quite spooky Uh, right also so if you do use the ESO plus uh, subscription or the free trial you get access to Bardenfell and the Morrowind DLC which we are currently underway for the anniversary event um this started on the 7th of February and goes through the 18th. I believe you can get, they said, 26 tickets total this event. Uh, so if you're kind of behind, you have a chance to make up a little bit. This, you get double drops from all resource nodes. Uh, this includes jewelry seams, uh, but is not does not count for survey reports and fishing. I'm not sure why they keep including jewelry seams on this. They, like, are really... They're really people... determined to keep that so that it's a rare thing, I guess. Yeah, and they like every time they do this, they're like, "Oh, jewelry seams are also double." That's a crafting node, so I would think. Oh, so. you know what? Actually, I bet because it's coded different because it's locked behind Somerset. Oh, okay, that would make sense because I'm always so confused. I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's a crafting node. Of course, it would be double drops." But that actually, sense. on that note, when it becomes oh man, this is derailing hard. Sorry, I, was, <laughs> I had. The, <clears throat> I totally yeah, I forgot say, on this, but I was going to say that too. Yeah, when that, assuming that Somerset becomes a legacy chapter and we get it with ESO Plus going forward, does that mean everybody gains access to jewelry crafting? Or is That's it like the I'm warden and you have to buy right. access to jewelry mm. crafting? I was just, I had that thought and then it was gone and I'm surprised yeah. you said that. 
Because that would be kind of a weird distinction to draw. It's just like, oh, well, you have to buy this skill. It's like, I don't know about that. Buying a class is one thing. Buying a skill line just yeah. because that, that would get interesting. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I, I feel I mean, like it would be free. Maybe they would do it. No, no, no. Don't think of it like Warden. Think of it like Battlegrounds. They added Battlegrounds oh. to the base game. Oh. Yes. Okay, so then that would lead credence to you being able to get it, which is kind of what I yes. hope they do, is just give everybody access to it. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if, you had, yeah. If, you had, if you bought Somerset, you would have a massive head start in jewelry crafting because you would already have 50-50 you know, master jewelry crafters. But if you didn't buy uh, Somerset expansion, then you have to wait a year, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, right. if you if you're not... That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all for, from somebody who buys it day one and usually buys the douchebag collector's edition physically. I, <laughs> dude, if if people want to wait, other yeah. people have mentioned in comments, it's like, oh, where did, you know, devalue my purchase later? No, incorrect. You were patient. You get it for cheaper or, yeah, <laughs> or included with something else. Like, I don't feel ripped off. Like, that's... No. That was my choice to jump right out and get into the newest thing. If you're willing to wait, then you should... That's fine. Reward them yeah. for waiting. Like, for let's sure. include it with something else. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so let's see what else we got here. Oh, we have double drops from all bosses, including mm -hmm. Halls of Fabrication. So we ran that last night with, uh, or I ran that last night with some guild members to get those nice double drops. You also get double reward boxes from all daily quests in the zone. And this is where we start getting uh, into the tickets and things like that. I'll also point out that the Morrowind uh, DLC is on sale. For 1,750 crowns. If you don't have that, uh, that's a 50% discount. It includes the zone and the content, but not the warden class. You have right. to buy the warden separate. The Morrowind Collector's Pack Bundle is also on sale for 1,050 crowns. This one does not include the DLC, but you get the items that came with the Collector's Edition, which include the Dwarven Warhorse War Mount, Mm -hmm. The Dwarven Spider Pet, uh, you get a Warden Bear Skin, you get some emotes for PvP, and you also get the Morag Tong Outfit Style Converter. Okay, and I forgot about that being a thing. <laughs> yeah, I did. so I like having that, but at the same time, I get really frustrated when I get the, the Master Ritz that have me do that, and I can't and convert, can't convert it. it. I have <laughs> to have the actual motif, and I'm like... Yeah, the Boiled netch chunks or whatever it's called. Right. I'm like, wow, yeah. So this is cool. So that's my only gripe on that. But and here we get into event tickets, which is what you're all probably <laughs> longing to hear about. Event tickets come from two separate things, so you can get one ticket from one of them and another one from the other. So you can get two tickets uh, total for every day. One comes from the first world boss daily you complete every day. And the other one comes from the first delve daily you complete every day. Both of these are found in the Hall of Justice underneath the Vivek Temple Way Shrine. Uh, there's actually, so I misspoke earlier, I said 26, and there's 24 tickets you can earn during the event. Right. So let's see, you can, they've introduced the next of the four berries for the Dawnwood uh, Indrik. It's the berries of budding. <laughs> and there was. I can't find the note, but there's this. I thought it was on here. Maybe I saw it on Twitter. 
and I forgot to put it in the show notes, um, to actually start getting the Hall of Justice dailies, you have to head to Sedanine, and there's a person there. You just have to do the first quest yeah. for Vardenfell if you've never been. Uh, you complete that, and then once you show up in Vivek City, there's like a little banner, or not a banner, like a poster thing that you just click on and you go talk to the people. Yeah. You can't just so. right away start the... You have to do the Morrowind starter quest to start receiving the daily yep. thingies. There's I kind of also... gave up on all tickets, though. It's just too much. <laughs> they <laughs> never stop. The events never stop. Yeah. Uh, yes, the, I, I've already got all my achievements for the dailies and I styles for this. And again, I'm <laughs> just getting zero out of this <laughs> event. I heard the battlegrounds counted. Turns out they don't. Yeah. No, Zero yeah, for no. this event. Like, come on. Yeah. I'll grab it's the next only... one, whatever. Yep. They're making it fairly accessible if, like, you completely miss an event and you. Oh, yeah. Catch they're, up they're, and so... There's a lot of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all for the Morrowind event. And then we have a nice little thank you from the people over at Cinemax. Uh, this is. It says, our thanks for ESO's end of year awards. So. They said 2018 was a massive year for both ZeniMax Online Studios and The Elder Scrolls Online, and we were very happy with how positively the community reacted to the year's updates and adventures. It was extremely gratifying for us to see our efforts rewarded with a plethora of awards from various publications, including many as voted by you. So this year they won MMORPG.com's Player's Choice for the Best MMO, which is their third year in a row. Uh, they also won the most improved MMO from the same website. Massively best MMO update or expansion of 2018. I can only assume that was Somerset with just the the reaction to Somerset when it came yeah, out. Yeah, it was Somerset, yeah. And then Game Informer Reader's Choice <clears throat> 2018, which was the second year in a row. And their gift to us uh, to show... a our appreciation for an ESO community that keeps surprising us. We are gifting all active ESO accounts 500 crowns. Here's everything you need to know. 500 crowns will be gifted to all qualifying ESO accounts on February 11th. So that is, if you're watching live tomorrow, uh, you will get them on PC and Mac and February 13th for Xbox and PlayStation 4. Uh, to qualify for the free, free crowns, you, you must have logged in between January 1st and January, or not January, uh, February 7th. So most people should be good. They also mentioned that to not forget about the gifting promotion that's going on. Right. So to get the pig, which I still have to do. Yeah. But, I mean, some people uh, were, sorry to cut you off, sorry. some people were oh, complaining oh. that, what, only 500 crowns? Well, it's free. I know. Accept yeah, it, yeah. use it. I was going to say, in, in the rare cases that I ever, because usually I like to, you know, whatever, people do their own thing. If you're complaining about getting free stuff, stop playing and just don't bother the rest of us, yeah. please. <laughs> so, I mean, that was just crazy. You can just it, not spend it. There you go. You got nothing then. Ta-da! They don't, yeah, and they've, to my knowledge, they've never given out crowns. Like, um, ever. As I far think, as, at least that I can remember. I'm trying to think. They've given us so many things, and it's yeah, just it's, like, if it it's like complaining about too. login rewards. Yes, they're kind of, right. like, this month is lame. So then just throw them in the trash. Then. Like, right. that's fine. Like, just or, also, or don't climb on I mean, like, If you are going to get Necromancer <laughs> class, so those experienced scrolls will come in handy. Yes. And yeah. I can always use those tripods in yeah. 
like in dungeons that I'm not actually having trouble oh, or during that's PvP. That's exactly what I do. Just, yeah, I, just I don't make pots. potions anymore. I just carry the exactly. trash pots around with me. Yeah. I'm like, meh, whatever. <laughs> These uh, are whenever, fine. Whenever there's sell them. something actually difficult going on, then I craft potions. Otherwise, it's just the crown tripods that I keep receiving. That we all have a million of at this point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is... That's all the news, though. They left a little thank you. They said, we're constantly humbled by and thankful for to the amazing ESO community for continuing to support us through 2018 and beyond. The players are what makes this game great, and these awards prove it. From everybody here at Zoss, thank you, and get ready for an even bigger 2019. Well, thank you, Zoss. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to buy with them. I am I am saving my crowns this time. This because because I subbed <laughs> for a year, I now have over two thousand K crowns because I never buy individual crowns because it's ex- expensive. And, yeah, right. Um, and I typically buy them when they're on sale. Like I'll buy the big pack when it's on sale because yeah. it's e- even it's yeah. I mean, it's normally if it was like if I was earning my what I'm earning in US dollars, yeah, I would I would be like. <laughs> throw money at the screen <laughs> but i i am earning at one fifth of a rate right. because of the exchange rate so everything is yeah. just scaled up in in how expensive they are but um even now with one year sub i have over 2000k crowns for the first time because yeah. i always did like three month subs so mm-hmm. i would yeah. have little amounts and by the time anything came up i would have spent them but now that i have in bulk i'm waiting for something amazing and yeah this is going to turn into one of those you know in skyrim you carry potions like your best potions and you're like i might need it later i might need it later this fight is not bad i might need it later and you end up playing the game with hundreds of potions in your inventory that you never use because you might need it later I think right. I'll never spend those 20k crowns because I'll be like, what if they release a house in Savangard? <laughs> I mean, oh, or what if they what yeah. if they release right. this? What if they release a house in Dragons? I don't know in White Run. What if they give us this? And I'll those 20k crowns will be like in my hand forever. With the thought yeah. of this. Side note: I was going to say that Ishifu makes kind of an interesting point. If you don't like free crowns, give them to somebody. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. actually a great idea. Just, yeah, you know what? Give them start, away. Just give them away because there's your protest then. You didn't want them so badly. Let someone else have them that enjoys them. Yeah. Exactly. It's perfect community yeah. to be able I like that. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. But you can be a little bitter, but gift it, gift it forward. Yeah. Pass it on. Exactly. As Ranger would say, foster positivity. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that, man. <laughs> yeah, we need those. Turn, something, yeah, turn something you don't like into something that's not. I, I do think he left. Uh, we need those printed out, so like foster positivity in a proper font, like a logo printed out, made into physical objects that you could just carry <laughs> around, you know. And then like when someone's... Like, what, yeah, 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 yeah. When someone is like acting up, just... Throw it in their face. Just, I was gonna Foster say you just throw it like a, a shark <laughs> in <Ninja> star. <laughs> Ninja star them a card that says positive positivity. Yep. <laughs> With casual rangers little dude like this. Yeah, doing a little like thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's oh, what it, that is their next moneymaker. <laughs> Love it. Oh man. So was was that the end of the news? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all there was this week. 
Right. In that case, yeah. it is time for our tales. So I I see that Lotus has a bit more tales than than you, Promethean. So yeah, I'll let you start first, and then I'll let you rest okay. your voice until your yes, session for comes your up. Performance. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> so this week, while mentally preparing for this performance that I'm about to give, I didn't. I've been slammed with homework this week. I've had my first full week of classes, ironically, six weeks into the semester. <laughs> um, so I got on one night, and with a couple of uh, friends, I went around on my very low Sork, who's level 22, who I never play, dressed him up in the Mana Marco costume, and just had like an all-around blast running around in my house taking screenshots of different kinds. <laughs> so if anyone's interested, there's quite a few on my Twitter that you can go and look at, and I will definitely have more because he's just the most like ominous little sort with his man <laughs> costume, and it is super fun. Screenshots are probably one of like my favorite things to do oh, in yes. the game. So, oh yeah, that screenshot mode is wonderful that they oh, added. Yeah. So I don't need to wait. disable my hot chunk by a chunk. Wait, wait, wait. yeah, I screenshot. Still... Hold on, what screenshot mode? Oh, like okay, so I think it came out you with Somerset. Was it Somerset? Yeah, they actually so. put in a screenshot mode. It's in like your options. Under you, video? I think. Yeah, video. It'll disable everything in your HUD, and until oh, you man. cast something, it won't bring yeah. your HUD back up, so you so, can just snap pictures with no HUD. I did find out that it, it doesn't remove, like, I always have health bars on because I'm a healer, so those I have to oh, manually turn off. And like the pointers <laughs> over people's heads, I have to turn those off. So okay, yes. Yeah. that I have to, you have to manually turn off, but it eliminates like your skill bar your health bars, your buff bar. Um, oh, if you're in a group, it eliminates those. Your quest thing is gone. Like the stuff yep. that you can't actually turn off or it I don't know how to turn off, it turns that off. To think that taking screenshots is my favorite thing and I did not know and that. you didn't know that. You didn't know this? <laughs> Good thing no. I'm not running a podcast or anything about Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been out for almost like six uh, Yeah, I think you're now. right. It dropped with Somerset, I think. Oh, eight, months, eight months, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, it made um, uh, taking screenshots during mid-year mayhem much easier for me because I was just like, <laughs> screenshot mode, because I used one by one, and I'm like, this is obnoxious, and people would be like smashing me while I was doing it. <laughs> now it's just click, click, and then I can attack once I get my screenshot. Yeah, <laughs> it is It is super nice. Oh, and, that, and then I did uh, the Vardenfell dailies. And like I said, I ran a, a um, House of Fabrication last night, which was super fun. But I've been really just kind of getting on and doing that, uh, taking screenshots, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my tales this week. All right. Well, you, you have more tales than I do because I got nothing. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put, log into ESO this week at all. I mean, it started with, anything, well, I do so. have some tales. One day I decided to log into ESO. I realized there's an update on Steam, which was strange, oh. but I thought, okay, maybe, I mean, they did an API change. Now ESO has to adapt. I started updating and it's like 20 gigabytes of downloading. All right, I mean, okay, something went wrong, apparently. I completed the update, pressed play. It started reinstalling from scratch. Oh, that's uh, right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yes. so... I paused, I went into my files, I copied everything, I deleted the files, I copied them back, tried the usual way of getting Steam to recognize your files. 
you know, tried a bunch of things, nothing worked. I uninstalled, um, I redownloaded, but during all this, I ended up updating Elite Dangerous, so... <laughs> so now I'm playing Actually that for dangerous. a bit. Yeah. Kind of kind of switched oh, around there for a bit, but yeah. That's that's my tales, fighting with steam. <laughs> All right, what what about you Lotus? I see some <laughs> unpleasant stuff in your Well, shows. all right. So I didn't actually do that much. So uh uh I've been messing with battlegrounds in between uh doing just other things. I haven't really been doing the event because I've completed everything from Vardenfell and I'll get the tickets for the next event. So I've just been messing around with uh, Battlegrounds a little bit. Um, I've noticed there's a few achievements in Battlegrounds that I don't have, i.e. doing like 500,000 uh, damage to other players in like a single match. Real hard to do when your only role is to tank the flag <laughs> and be annoying. Yeah, not going great with my build. So I'm uh, messing around with trying to make a more offensive PvP build for my mm -hmm. character. Just see if I can generate some more damage. And hit or miss. So hopefully <laughs> I'll find something that's a little more effective next time. But that's um, the bulk of what I was doing uh, in Battle. Brainstorm with Galisner. Yes. <laughs> I may or may not have based most of my stuff on Galisner's yeah, he, suggested I so mean, far along the way. <laughs> he understands our play style. Of yes. needing to be tanky, whatever happens. What, regardless of what else I'm doing. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, like, definitely the builds he comes up with, they are totally not best in slot. But but it's it fits us and our yep. needs to be tanky while still being able to do something. So right. He's, he's good with uh, that stuff. He comes up yes, with a bunch of he's different a very good weird combinations. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I, the, a lot of that is actually the built-on stuff too. He suggested over time. I kind of like make that little notes, and I've been just mishmashing stuff together. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I mean, I went from you know four and five kills and like maybe a death or two in a game, but mm -hmm. then like a bunch of objectives to now I'm up to like eight or nine kills a game. Yeah. So it's like okay, I'm more offensive, but um, yeah, hopefully I can find something a little more offensive to just pop some of those things on my character. Um, I finished the Mark Meyer prologue, all 150 of them. Nice. <laughs> they are done. <laughs> um, I will never do those. Yeah, they, I, I mean, they were fine for a while, but 150 <laughs> of them, brutal. Yeah. Um, so that is done. I'm very pleased. I can actually <laughs> Meyer, which will be nice. Um, and then finally, I uh, had a VDSA run, which was not really, it was to show somebody VDSA clear for the first time. And she underplayed exactly how good she was <laughs> um, because we managed to get my fastest clear of VDSA ever, which I think we, I think our final time was one hour and 17 minutes, which was pretty speedy yes, um, for VDSA. That, that's that, that was, I know we like just were on the leaderboards for a while and then got bumped off right before reset. <laughs> so I was like, ah, lame, but that was a good run. Hadn't done VDSA in a while. So it was kind of nice to actually do that again. Um, if you haven't done it, at least do it on normal. It is kind of long, but it's, it's an enjoyable experience. And then the final thing that I have was spurred from a discussion I had with some of my friends. Uh, we were talking about lore master stuff, 
and how he, you know, this is kind of back to Lawrence Schick spurring most of this episode. Well, we were talking about some of the previous people, um, including Michael Kirkbride, and somebody had mentioned that they try they were reading some of the 36 lessons of Vivek. Um, I actually just finished listening to them all on tape because <laughs> there's a podcast called um, Skyrim Addict Book Club, and they mm. also have their new part of it called Anium Edition. And somebody does all 36 lessons. It's like an hour long. And I brought up the fact that, well, they're really interesting sounding, but like this dude is a, a madman, like <laughs> clever, but he's a madman. And they were like, well, yeah, but could you imagine trying to write that? And I said, I bet I can write something that that ridiculous. It might not be as eloquent. So I in tribute, I, I, unfortunately, Agelos is not here, mm. but uh, in honor of Agelos also making an Arcaneer-inspired character in ESO, I wrote the only lesson of Arkenmer, um, as there will never be another one written, and <laughs> this will put Arkenmer permanently in the lore of Elder Scrolls. Um, so here we go. One becomes two, and 42 leads to eight. The central calls providing safety from the blood and badge. Lucid machinations left behind in favor of sin. How does he arrive in the lands of Nern? A lizard under the wings of a bird. Love and shame forever remembered in the second. The ending of the words is Ark Ag Prolo. Which, if you spend the time to actually decipher that... All of that is just based on Arkenmer's tales <laughs> in the last two episodes, and I turned it into ridiculous poetry, um, written and in honor of the four of us <laughs> instead of Am Sylvie. <laughs> That's awesome. One, I got uh, one question. Sure. <laughs> Yesterday, when I checked these notes, yeah, they came in last minute, called... so you couldn't no, change them. No, no, them. no, no, no. <laughs> You had something called Altmerelos there, so I assumed you had created a character called Altmerelos to tease Ejelos as well. And today, I'm I'm getting to this episode like, oh man, Lotus made a character called Altmerelos. This is going to be fun. Now, now it's my turn to tease Ag. And I look back at the notes just before the show, and it's like, well, it's gone. Instead, there's Arkinmer, and it's like, what? but where yep. is it? Where did it go, Lotus? What happened to it? Oh my god. But yeah, so that's my lore in honor of Anna. Jake, one final lore thing in uh, in his name. So now you're part of permanent lore, Ark. We... Not like this. <laughs> not, not, like this. <laughs> not this way. <laughs> it's too late. As Lawrence yeah. would say, the lore belongs to us. And, yep. <laughs> and I'm taking the reins on that. It's too late. Uh. Well, it is what oh, it is. Goodness. I mean, yep. one day. But that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. Mic Drops drop. The microphone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it for real, though. It's going to be difficult to edit. <laughs> yeah, that would make an awful sound if I actually drop this thing and weighs like pounds. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, Promethean, now that you I'm enjoy like that, do you, know, do you know what this brings us to? I do. I know exactly what this brings this to. So right. for those of you who listened previously, uh, a couple, probably about a month or a month or two ago now, um, 
I did the what are, I can't remember what they're called. They're like the question and answer forms for um different why can't I think of what they actually call them? Um Q and A's? The Loremaster Archives? Yes, oh, the Loremaster Archives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yep. Those. So I it was a Merkmeyer themed one and I did it all in an Argonian. And last week or the week before Someone had mentioned that I should sing the Undaunted song mm-hmm. in that same voice. Mm-hmm. And so I made a promise that I would. So you are all in for a treat of me reciting the Undaunted song in the Argonian voice. And I'm muting you... so that I don't unintentionally oh. laugh and ruin this. Oh. <laughs> this is going to be really hard. If I make it through this without laughing or screwing up, there's... There will be more of these. If you enjoy these, please let me know if you have other suggestions of Elder Scrolls themed music and or poetry from the Elder Scrolls that I can do in this since it seems to be a favorite. Um, It might take me a minute, though, because I kind of forgot how I did this. So please just bear with me while I work through this. Um, All right. To the new meat, may they never wet their pants except from drink. To the new meat whose best attack is showing their face. To the new meat. Too brave to run, too dumb to dodge. To the new meat. Don't die. Who knows no fear of beasts or blades. Who undaunted, undaunted. Who knows no fear of Daedric planes. We are undaunted. Who knows no fear of death, of age, Undaunted, undaunted, we are undaunted. Oh my god, that took everything out of me to try and figure that out. <laughs> Time. Oh man, that was that was oh, that was that, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh. You really so... could fill in for an Argonian. I game. probably could. I mean, I spent enough time with them that, like, I I'm basically one of them. I do think that my original is much better. I'll have to practice my accent <laughs> I for mean, future. Singing is is different, but also I love how monotone it is. Like that's that's the only way. <laughs> that's the, the thing, only way. Like doing anything be literally devoid of any. <laughs> you can't have any emotion. Like no. Yeah. It's it's so uh, challenging. <laughs> oh, it seems to be popular. This is this is. <laughs> yep. this is <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> well, so yeah, look forward to more of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also liked Ark with his undaunted table response too, just like yeah, <laughs> the rest got, of the NPC. <laughs> uh, this is actually a good point to mention. Um, we are actually thinking about ways to increase our interaction with you guys on, like, either through comments emails you know youtube twitter any platform that you're on yeah and like if you got any suggestions the way you would feel is a good way to interact with us we'll we are working on a way to do that during the show as well um as well as outside the show and as as Promethean just said, like if you have any suggestions for more songs for Promethean to sing <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> You can leave them as YouTube comments. You can send us a message or a mention on Twitter. You can send yeah. us an email. You can the drop a comment Argonian on the voice. website. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can message us on Facebook. Pretty much anywhere you can find us, 
you can contact us with this these stuff. You know, ask mm-hmm. questions, tell us to discuss something that you want to be you want it discussed on the show. Uh, you want the new yeah, section? Let us great know. Ideas. Yeah. Have Pretty much anything, and I mean, it's difficult to interact with chat during the show because of the podcast format. I mean, both Lotus and I stream individually as well, and when you are streaming, it's a lot easier to just stop what you're doing, stop right. what you are talking about, and interact with chat. But in a podcast format, it's it's a bit more difficult as well. But we are thinking about ways to increase that too. Maybe a post-show uh, section that we, you know, do our usual outro and then stay on, keep chatting, things like that. But if you got any suggestions as well, ways that you would think would be good or things that we can do to increase that interaction, let us know, again, in any platform that you feel comfortable with, and we'll work on those. Yeah, <laughs> I love some, some. Oh, that's a good one. We, I'll, I give a new poem for next week. Don't worry. Oh, okay. All that's, right. Already. From, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in chat uh, posted a good one, so I'm gonna make sure I type it and get that for next week. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's All right. Do am I missing anything else? I mean, I, I think, think we covered the I entire show. I think so. Yeah, this was a good show. <laughs> yeah, we got. I feel like you know we didn't derail, so that's always an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Or we derailed in a in a good way, I guess. This is I true. Well, it is what it is. I'm gonna yeah. put a section in the show notes called "derail," just like a command "derail," and whenever oh. we derail now, it's gonna be part of the show. It's okay. it'll be planned. Yeah. Yeah, from sure, now yeah. on. Yeah, let's see, we and fixed we'll that. we'll just type it into the show notes. That way it seems... Yep. Yeah, proper, proper fix right there. We... <laughs> yeah. No longer, no derailment anymore. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, while I'm looking at chat, Benevolent mentioned um, loopers and outtakes. I've, nobody saw the video from uh, oh, that yes. Ark posted. All right, let me I link believe, that in earlier chat. Earlier this week of all of our audio <laughs> tests. Oh man, that was hilarious! <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, he's gonna I'm, post it in chat. I'm I'm gonna actually start doing that. Uh, doing that no, more. Just do it. Like, that was so good. Uh, was we are also working on. Um, so I am recording both pre-shows and post-shows as well, which I'm going to compile into like, uh, well. I guess you could call them bloopers and outtakes that I mean, we record the actual show live, so we don't have any bloopers and outtakes. Everything happens on the spot. Uh, yeah. But before we start, yeah. <laughs> before we start the live show and after the live show, uh, there are, you know, off-topic discussions, things like mm-hmm. that. Not always family-friendly as the show itself. Um, yeah, some very so censored I'm, I'm, for this. I am compiling them as well. <laughs> So probably every few weeks, uh, maybe every month, I'll try to compile them into a into a video, and it'll be up. Or it might be Patreon exclusive. I don't know. I've got to oh, for like a reward about that. Patreon. Yeah. 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 Yep. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'll definitely be doing more of videos like like the audio test video. 
Yes, that was <sighs> definitely check that out if you haven't yet. That was a super fun. All right, experience. well, um, I guess it is time to end the show. Any last discussion? Uh, well, thoughts. I I was gonna say any last words, but it was like, <laughs> um, <Anyway>. any, <laughs> any final thoughts is more <laughs> more more appropriate more, at this yeah. point. <laughs> any final words, Prometheus? <laughs> <laughs> One of us is about to get blade of woad in the back. Which one? <laughs> Probably me. My cat's sleeping. But is he really? Is that <laughs> little Kaji actually asleep? <laughs> No, I think we've pretty much covered everything from my uh, perspective. That was, uh, I'm actually surprised that this lasted as long as it was. For some reason, I was thinking it was going to be a more shallow show. It's like, all right, well, two hours later, I guess. We had a lot of additions, though, like with Axe, things like that. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, then, uh, where can people find you, Promethean? Uh, You can find me on Twitter or on PlayStation at Promethean99. Uh, as you'll note in chat, it's a one because someone has my username. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how, but they have it, mm-hmm. so that's where you can find me. And Lotus, what about you? Um, I am Lotus of Doom on Twitter and pretty much everywhere. Some people have found me on Legend. <laughs> I do hope that uh, I didn't oversell myself as being mediocre because uh, I, if I can. Sound of my games, it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm pretty bad at CCGs, I've learned, but they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what do you call it? Otherwise, I am Lotus OD uh, on Twitch until I can manage to get that corrected at some point. <laughs> this is becoming my quest, and it's not going well. But uh, yes, uh, as you probably also saw, I uh, will have communication with myself via the actual Tales of Tamriel um, <laughs> Twitter account. <laughs> Uh, yes. In a Shiagorath style way recently, apparently, since Arx made a huge <laughs> grievous error by giving me the login information. Yes. So if you see something incredibly off topic and pretty dumb, that's probably me. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoy that. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the places you can find me. All right. Well, uh, you can find me anywhere that is Arkanir, A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R, Twitch, Twitter, Gmail, whatever, things like that. Um, also, we may have figured out the frame drops issue on do, on live stream. Uh, Discord is taking up using up thirty five percent of my CPU, along with twenty five percent from Streamlabs. So, if I can reduce the usage of Discord well, in some way, hopefully, we'll have better live streams as well. Um, and yeah, you can follow everything we do over at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork if you want to help support the show, as well as consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that say that we say real worlds words and sometimes it matters i almost got it this time you are so close i was just holding my tongue i was like he's gonna get it get it Uh, but thank you for joining us on this episode of tales of tamriel we'll hope to see you next time have a good night bye everybody see you guys When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. 
He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, "Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end." The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Sirid fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well, magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond. Red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Elesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond. Protect us till the end.